Hey, what's up, socialites? Welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast with me, Joe Dombrowski. And me, Gaspar Inezzo. We are coming to you hot from Staten Island and Gaspar's Hoarders Den. <laughs> not Hoarders if you're a collector. And I You know what am- I just realized about your pirate ship, though? What? He's got this, like, freaking pirate ship that I'm sure he got at some garage sale somewhere. I think that's the Albanian Eagle. Oh, shit. I think it actually is. Yeah. But it might be before Albania was a country. It's actually not from a garage sale. We've had a lot of Albanian interactions. Yeah, Staten Island is uh, has a lot of Albanians. Mm-hmm. So we are live in my house right now. We are in a makeshift studio. We are doing... This isn't makeshift. This is your studio, guest. No, no. We, it's my studio by myself, but it's makeshift with Joe here because I never had another person in the studio. So just for reference, Joe is <laughs> sitting at the edge of a table so that we don't talk into each other's mics. <clears throat> and he has a, a a lounge chair with a ottoman on top of it with a mic stand on top of that just created a we created our own little table for joe because i don't have a table for him i can't just just wait till i describe the room for you guys just just as like i don't even i would describe <laughs> it but i know it's all cool oh sure. i have one thing i can't <laughs> wait to tell you guys about before we get into it this weekend i'm in toronto sacramento the filming of the special in Los Angeles, then Denver, Springfield, Missouri, we added to the schedule, then St. Louis, Vermont, Nashville, Austin, Philly, Charlotte, Madison, Dunn. See you guys at the show. Get your tickets at MrDTimes3.com. Are you doing Springfield when you're in Missouri? I'm doing it the day before. Have you ever done, have you done that club? Did you do that club or heard about that club? Yeah, it's, it's before it's Springfield, Missouri. It's the Blue Room Comedy Club. It's cool. No. The owner, he's a cool guy. He tried to take me to a strip club after the show. I said, I think you're talking to the wrong audience demographic. I think you didn't watch my set at all. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think you're deaf. Did you? So I was actually in St. Louis this a few weeks ago, and I didn't realize, well, two things I didn't realize. Number one, the rest of the country doesn't walk like New Yorkers do. Like, I walk places. Like, I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's only a mile. I'll walk it, and I'll just walk. So when I, I got up in the morning at six and I was like, oh, I'll just walk to the local pizzeria, Emo's, you know, the... Yeah, the place where which, the pizza is like the body of Christ with sauce on it. Yeah, which, listen, for those of you in St. Louis, thank you for the recommendation, but also no thank you. But also no thank no, you. No, it was good. It was good. But the issue was that you own, you had to buy a pie and there was nowhere to sit in the restaurant. So I said to the guy, and it was also very early. I know exactly what emos you went to, too. Yeah. It was, yeah. And, and I was in Clayton or something. Clayton. And you walked there. And you so walked- I walked like a mile, got there, and they were like, uh, it was a little later at this point. It was like noon. And I was like, to the guy, oh, where can I sit? He's like, you can't. And I was like, oh. And then I was like, all right, let me just get a slice. He's like, we don't do that here. So I was like, where am I supposed to eat this? Well, yeah, because those slices were literally like a one oh. by one inch square. Yeah, their slices are like, picture when you, if you ever cut pizza for your kids, you cut it into like all like mismatched shapes. That's what their slices are. So I was like, I, I, where am I going to eat this? So I just walked. And then I, I didn't realize, I was like, oh, the club's only two and a half miles away. I'll walk there. Yeah. It was freezing. I walked on the side of a highway. Yeah. It's not like New York City, two and a half miles where you'll see like, you know, a homeless guy and, and like, you know, setting himself on like, you know, pissing on himself, like fun stuff. <laughs> it's like, you have to just walk. And I was just on the side of a highway walking. And it was interesting. But I St. love Louis that you called fun. that fun stuff. Well, like, not fun, but like, and I don't know. <laughs> New York's just different. So, Joe, tell, all right, before you explain the room. So, right now we're in Staten Island. Joe's doing shows in Jersey. 
And we're, we're, he didn't want to stay with me because my kids wake up too early. That's false. I don't know if I ever actually got the invitation to stay with oh, you. Oh, 100%, Ted. Gasper, I would have said yes. No, you That's a lie. I asked and- you. <laughs> I asked. You said, actually, I think I have the text. Joe said, the thought of waking up at 5.30 with your kids sounds like absolute hell. It does. So- it does. I, I will be in this boat one day, but after seeing how you live your life, I'm going to milk not being, oh, they know I'm engaged now. So I'm going to milk being married without kids for a yeah. little while. Oh, yeah. The kids, uh, so Joe gets to see the in, the real in-depth look of like going, I was like, all right, yeah, we'll meet up. Sure. I just got to run, pick up my kids, take my son to chess, go to gymnastics. Then we'll go here. We'll do this. And then we'll go to the show. And, and first off, my kids love Joe. They never met him. They never just, met him. And the, within the just, first hour, Lucy starts calling me Uncle Joe. Unprompted. Put it together herself. I was like, all right, all right. Goes, Uncle Joe's here. But yeah, my kids love Joe after meeting him. They're very, they were confused by him at first. They're like, you look like my dad, but tall. And you sound like a girl. <laughs> we're at, they didn't we're, say that. We're at breakfast. Yeah, they did say that. They actually <laughs> called me the F word. And we, we just told them that's not acceptable. <laughs> At breakfast, we played I Spy. We played I Spy. Okay, let's, this is this part is true. We played I Spy. And Gasper, because Gasper's son's name is Gasper. So little Gasper was like, I spy something rainbow. And Gasper goes, is it Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. I Joe, loved that. Joe said, is it my essence? Is it my presence? Is it my presence? <laughs> it was something right by me, though. Okay. A couple episodes ago, Gasper, you pulled that can of rice wine down here. Okay? Saki. Saki. And he told me, which isn't Saki rice wine, ass? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Pretty sure. I don't know anything about. Not a clue. You, Gasper is convincing me. He's convincing me. He goes, this is from World War II. Japan. He's like, this is from Japan in World War II. I'm like, no, it's not. He's the guy like, at a flea market yeah, told yeah, me that. Yeah, the guy at the flea market told me this. And I'm like. It's not. Here's how I knew, first of all. And then my aunt still laughs. My aunt still laughs because she watches that episode and you go, fine, I'm not showing you any more of my stuff anymore. <laughs> like, like, we're two little kids. Okay, you pull this thing down. I'm looking at it. I'm like, no, the paint's too fresh. Like, this is clearly from, like, the maybe the 80s. And Gasper's convinced it's from World War II. I get here. I'm looking at the thing right on the back, printed, made in California. <laughs> But to, but you have to understand, maybe made in California during World War II. Is not made in Japan. <laughs> no, but so maybe it was that. made and then they brought it to Japan. Where'd you get that old timey telephone? And did it work at one time or is it a prop? So we'll just go around my room at some cool stuff. So I have a, a bust of Nosferatu. He has a, okay. <laughs> let's, for, let's start at the busts. I'm going to name people. And these are the people that Gasper has <laughs> statue busts of in this room. He's got Abraham Lincoln, duh, obviously. He's got a whole section of Abraham Lincoln stuff. Is that your dad's hat? My dad's That's dad. awesome. That's awesome. Then he's got a bust of, is that, don't do this to me, is the one with the classic hat, Tutankhamun, the big one. Oh yeah, yeah, it's King Tut. King yeah. Tut, and then next to that is Nosferatu with uh, the with the with the tight kind of very eighties haircut. No, not Nosferatu. Who's uh, Dracula? Nefertiti. Nefertiti. Yeah. Great. And then that little one is another. It's a tiny bust of King Tut, 
Then he's got that's Nosferatu. It's a it's a vampire. But, but it's a bust. fancy. It's not like a corny vampire. Uh, oh oh it's, oh oh excuse uh, uh, oh 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 oh. When he says fancy, that's Staten Island fancy. This thing looks like it was like watercolor painted by a three-year-old on the face. We're going to post a picture of this. Just for the record, it's it looks very real. It looks like it was commissioned by someone. Actually. No, no. These next two are what? Um, it's Siddhartha. It's Buddha and Hinduism statues from the religion. Two of them look like they're made out of cement. And then, <laughs> and, then, and then. I got them at the Christmas tree shop. And he has one more bus. It's actually just an a real alligator's head. And oh, by the way, I'm sitting next to a jar with a, a scorpion's body in it. And I'm, and also next to me is a legit, legit Batman costume and a broke down, busted ass on his last leg Robin costume. Well, and there's a bust of Batman. And the bust of Batman, another picture of Abraham Lincoln, an old-fashioned radio. Record player. Full-size Chinese dragon, two grenades. There's a pull-up bar down here that probably hasn't been touched since it was assembled. A, a tiny <laughs> right, TV the from the 80s. No, no, that's records, not from the 80s. That's from the 60s. Records, records, records. All right, when safe, you say it like sorry, this. A typewriter. I'm not done. A sign that says Grandpa's Chicken Coop. Two, what are we even going to call these? I asked him where he got, they're just like decorative. They look like panels that you'd have on your windows. I said, where'd you get them? He said, the Christmas tree factory. I said, I'm not surprised. Another old fashioned phone, a stick. The plague mask. The, uh, the what? Plague, like from the plague, they used to wear the mask. That's the mask they wore in the plague? I made that in Italy on a school trip. But really back then, they that's the... They, they used to wear the all right, so. But why did why does it look like a bird? One of those creepy so masks. So the plague like masks, those plague masks that had the nose that came out far. What used to happen was they used to put flowers in the nose so that they could breathe in flowers while they would walk around because the smell of death was everywhere because it was disgusting. Oh. So the doctors would wear those masks with the nose like that. You know the song "Ring Around the Rosie." Pockets full of. Oh, that's yeah. the pocket. Do you no? You know what the song is right. Yeah, Obviously, and then they all die. Do you know it's a really about the plague? Kind so of. ring around the rosy. So oh, shit, when you would get go. your first boil from getting the plague. It was a ring, like ringworm. You would get like a ring, like ringworm. Ring around the rosy. Pocket full of posy. Posies with flowers. So people used to put flowers in their pockets to walk around to smell them, to get rid of the smell of death. Ring pocket full of posy. Ashes, ashes. The original line was, achoo, achoo, we all fall down. Because once you coughed, you died. So that was the original <laughs> line. They changed it to make it less morbid to ashes, ashes. Which also is morbid, but achoo, achoo, we all fall down just sounds, doesn't go as well. You were the perfect person to have as a co-host on a podcast called Social Studies. You know what's funny? People always think that this is a podcast about me being a social studies teacher. Yeah, yeah. People say like, that to I'm me I'm sure too. all the time, yeah. Wait, so you left out some cool stuff. Can, can we talk about diseases really quick? Do you know what bed bugs look like? Yeah, they like look like you do? little red water, like red ladybugs, but like- But do you know what their bites look like? They're like two little bites. I don't know. I'm asking. I, Melissa knows more about I it. I think I got bed bugs from my Staten Island hotel room. Oh, get the hell out of my house. I swear to God. Yes, sir, I swear to God. Look at this. I don't know what this is. Um, is that bed bugs? Nah, you would have more. I don't know. I think I would have more too. It's literally just right there. Maybe yeah, I scratched myself in my sleep. So am I keeping this hoodie? Yes, yeah, your hoodie now. <laughs> Joe's wearing my hoodie. It's like a crop top on him. 
Well, I would. This would. It's never happened to me. It would happen at a Staten Island hotel room. Damn. No, that's a good hotel though. You're in like a fancy hotel. That's Staten Island fancy. That's Staten Island fancy. They have a club on top of it. Unfortunately, they do. Oh, did you hear it? I did hear it. I'm oh. on the sixth floor. Oh. And the club's on the seventh. Well, the other thing. I set that up for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Oh, I forgot the other thing. Okay, what else were we going to go Wait, through? Wait, so, the, so I, that old-time phone right there, I have a lot of old-time stuff. I have old-time radios, old-time phones, old-time cameras. I like living in the past. Apparently. No, and all this stuff's bought at yard sales. All so, of it? A good amount. I mean... Gasper, you have all this stuff from yard sale, and now you need a yard sale. Well, so the, the giant bust of... Christmas King's tree Cut, shop. I got it at the Christmas shop. I walked in with $78. How many did they have? Just one. Wow. And I was like, Dude, we can't pass this up. And I, we, this is like when I first started teaching, I was like poor. I, and I was like to my wife, I was like, we can't pass this up. We were dating at the time. And she's like, so buy it. Like we were just dating. So she's like, if you really feel like you need it, then you should buy it. I'm like, I need it. So we, oh no, we weren't just dating because we lived together. So I brought it home and I'm like, so where are we going to put it? She's like, put it at your mother's house. Like, she's like, you're not putting it in this house. So I was like, all right. So I basically bought it and put it in a closet. And I was like, Here. one day we're going to have a house house. And then I'm going to have it there, have it there. And then when we bought our house, I, we moved out of the apartment. I put it up and it's a great piece that's mounts to a wall. I bought that to school ones. The kids, I told them it was right from Egypt. What they <laughs> it's heavy as hell. It's you me, told them it was right from Egypt. Yeah, of course. And then what they say? They were like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> oh god! So I even bought I bought the dragon in once. I bring a lot of my stuff in. I teach history, so a lot of this Where'd stuff. The is, dragon didn't come from a garage sale. No, my sister bought it for me. I have the video. They showed up at from my China. Door. No, no, my sister just bought it from I don't know. They where. showed up at your door and what? They rang my bell, and her and her husband were in the dragon suit. And what did you say? I was like, "What?" And then you didn't know it was for you. I just was. Why does it have what? Like white splotches stuck in his beard. Uh, yeah, because I hang out with it. But no, why? I don't know. I, 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 this is the extent of it. I just leave it there. It looks like you dipped it in paint. You want me to? Oh, I maybe got paint on when I was painting this room. Oh, probably. Do you want me to put it on? I think I do, <laughs> but also not right now. Yeah, not right now. <laughs> Wait. So I have a, a funny story about these busts. Not Save it. Let's cut to a commercial break. And we're back. So I used to date this girl and her father used to make bust of people in the nude. Not bust, a statue. Oh, sculptures. He was yeah. a sculptor. Cool. Super artsy guy. So one day, but like straight up, they were naked, like naked, naked. So one day we were driving and he would have the statues all over his house. And one day we were driving and we were at a red light and this guy like walked by and I was like, I feel like I've seen him. And I was like, oh shit. He was one of the people that was carved completely naked in the house. And he just walked by me on the street. And I was like, oh shit. Like I've seen you naked in statue form. Wait, the model or the guy? No, not my girlfriend's dad at the time. Oh. Her dad sculpted all these people in the neighborhood. And he did like full on sculptures. of. How them. do you think he got him in there? Was he just like, hey, I do sculptures. Can you come he over to my house and get naked? He was like an artist and it was like an artsy community they lived in. So people were like, like I'll do it. People didn't care. Would yeah. you do it? Nah, nah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's one thing like to have a whole statue. Well, I guess they could like <laughs> make it look better. In college, they used to pay for the art classes. You could like get paid to do that, be the nude model. Did you do it? I didn't do it. I totally would have. I just didn't have time. Two of my friends did it, and they were like, "You should totally do it." What you do get they like a hundred bucks, like a hundred bucks. 
But you're standing there, standing there, butt ass naked, no boners. You cannot. Well, I mean, I don't really know if I would get one. If we were like, we were like eighteen, though. Yeah, but with everyone just staring at me, I don't think I probably would have. (laughs) Oh shit! All these people looking at me painting. I don't know. I probably would have. I don't know. But you, one, it's you're standing there. They have to make the sculpture, so you're standing there, butt ass naked, can't sit down for like six hours. It's like laborious. That's not a hundred dollars worth. Oh, but you're in college. Yeah. Okay, wait. I have a crazy story. Okay. Do you know who made, you know the Statue of David? The naked guy. Which one? The, the statue. Where? In Italy. Sure. Oh, my God. I'm going to pull up a picture. You're going to be like, oh, duh. The Statue of David. So it was made by, do you know who? I can't think. Leonardo. Right? Da Vinci? DiCaprio. Yeah, DiCaprio. Michelangelo. Okay. This is it. You've seen this 100%. All right. So we, for those of you who don't know, it's the guy and he's standing there and he's naked. Here, this it's the sculptor of the guy. He's got like the- Oh, yes, yeah. of course. Okay. So that statue was made by Michelangelo. When Michelangelo started doing that statue, he actually dug in people's graves. He went and he pulled bodies out because he was having a hard time having people, like you said, stay still for you know 20 hours to do it. So he was going and getting bodies out of the ground and studying like the way their veins looked. That's why the statue's so realistic looking. So also- So he's doing all this research on dead bodies? Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of early science comes from like ripping open dead people so that they can see like how the veins worked and everything. So he did that. So how big do you think the statue of David is? Oh, I think I've heard this. Isn't it like 12 inches tall? No, it's massive. Oh. Like I thought, first of all, it's in a, a room, in a museum. It's just in a room, but it's big. Like- like his penis is like the size of my head, but in the statue it looks small. But also back then, a small penis was a, like a, a, a like a good thing. A small penis. Yeah, they like viewed that as like a good thing. Who told you that? <laughs> <laughs> my ex girlfriend. <laughs> that's not. No, I'm kidding. That's real. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure pleasure still worked the same way. Yeah, but maybe they experienced it different. No, I guess not. I don't know. I'm not sure, but like, if you ever look at all those statues and paintings from back then, everyone's got really, really little penises. Why, if if it was a thing of the opposite, then wouldn't you be like, I'm a king and I'm naked, like draw my penis big? You get what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it's a drawing. You'd want to be known as a big one, not a little one. <laughs> so, and like Adam, you know, the creation of man, he's got a little one in the picture and that's God's friend. And if you're going to make it in the image of God, you're going to make it big if that was a thing of beauty. <laughs> this is blasphemous. No, it's a, just, this is just. You can't tell God that he has a little penis. No, Casper. I didn't tell him. That's what the artist told him. Okay, I guess. Sure. We'll take it. Here. <clears throat> the one thing too, I, you know, I'm taking pottery classes still. Mm. Oh yeah. You're you basically are a sculptor. Did I send you what I'm working on right now? Check this out. Is it a pot? A pot? No, it's like, a, I think it, I, I think I accidentally made an ashtray. I tried to make like a short serving bowl, but. What is a short serving you'll bowl? You'll see. I kind of, it's, it's. Do you do coils? Do you I do coils? I can do coils. I, I used to do that when I was in art class. I took ceramics for three years. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's actually really good. So it's a little. That's very smooth. Kind of like a tray with octopus tentacles wrapping around the side. It's like a little project I'm working on. This is just the demo. I'm going to like work this out and make a finesse and make a good one. So because of this, I've been watching the great pottery showdown. You ever watch that? 
Oh, all the time. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's a goddamn. <laughs> you ever watch the Great British Baking Show? No. Jesus Christ. Okay. Wait, did you ever watch the NFL? Here we go. On Fox? Yes, actually. I was forced to growing up. Still don't like it. Anyway, the Great Pottery Showdown is basically a competition where just not like professional potters, but like home potters who are really good at it compete for blah, blah, blah. It's like an amateur potting show. Right, but they have to do all types of ceramics. So like one time they had to make tiles. Another time they had to make like a huge vase for wine. And another time they had to make sculptures. And the time that they had to make sculptures, they had to make, they had like live models in the room, butt-ass naked for them to sculpt. But it's a British TV show. So they like showed the guy's full penis on public TV. And I was like, whoa, holy shit. Yeah. Also, his penis was enormous. I was like, oh, my God. Back in the day, that would not have been But this wasn't back in the day. This was like a couple days ago. Well, in Europe, nudity is just on TV. I heard that. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember when I was like seven, we went to Europe, we went to Belgium, which no one goes to, but we went to Belgium. And I remember we were in the hotel and I was just flipping through the channels and there was like straight up porn on. And I was like, oh, God. You know, like that's crazy. Half closing my eyes, like so my parents wouldn't see me looking. But I was like, oh my god, it's just on TV. That's but it's so not crazy. A thing. It's I just, guess not. So all right, so so Joe's here doing shows in Staten Island this weekend, and so I'm trying to give him the full Staten Island experience. So he went to my barber. He went to my bagel shop. I have he, a very Staten Island haircut right now. He got to and I love it. He got to interact with Staten Island people like myself, and AKA yelled at. Who? I got yelled at. Oh, uh, it's just Joe's trying to get used to this way of life of, you know, why everybody's the way we are here. I'm slowly uh, figuring it out. <laughs> Joe's using my daughter's hairbrush to fix his hair. It's like uh, an inch tall. But yes, yeah, so we, so yesterday we did shows in New Brunswick, New Jersey, which is 20 minutes away from me in Staten Island. It's faster to get to New Brunswick, New Jersey than it is to get to Manhattan for me by an hour and a half. Just for those of you who live far away. Yeah, but it costs like, $34. Well, to get to Manhattan, it costs that too. That's insane. Yeah. So for me to drive 20 minutes from New York City to New Jersey, it cost $18 to cross the bridge. That's insane. It costs more money to drive from Brooklyn to Jersey than it does to drive from New Jersey to Ohio. That's nuts. Yeah. Because it's two tolls of $18 each. So it's $36. Then you don't hit another toll until like Ohio. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, no nice. tolls. I grew up in Michigan. There's not really toll roads there. There actually isn't. But what do you do? Do you just ride for free? On the highways, yeah. <laughs> they don't pay you to drive your vehicle? No, you just get on. There's no toll roads in Michigan. See, like, that's so weird to me because we own, like, even to get on the New Jersey Turnpike, whatever exit you get on, you have to take a ticket or, you know, I have an easy pass, but like, it registers what exit you got on and what exit you got off. Yeah. And it pay, charges you for how long you rode on it. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't so that, you, like, how is it legal? Because they say they're fixing the roads or whatever with the money. Then the, what are our taxes for? Fixing the roads. Right. And paying, you know, I don't know. You're right. Tolls are crazy to me. And also some of these roads are privately owned. Just like people like own a road and put a toll on it and they just make money. Because they own a road or own a bridge. Oh, yeah. Well, because if you have like a bridge running through your house, like if you have like water, you know, they can ask you to... See, we never actually filmed during the day. So Joe's hearing my kids just <laughs> running like around. A dragon just was slayed upstairs. <laughs> so 
Also, at the end, so the shows have been going really good in New Brunswick so far. Oh, so. my God. These Jersey audiences, you guys. Saturday or Friday first show. So the first show on Friday. Yeah, one so of the if best you were there, audiences. God damn, they were so good. You guys were like one of the best audiences ever if you were there at the Friday first show. But yeah, a lot of people came up to me after the show and were like, oh, we listened to the podcast. So, so hopefully you are listening. But at the end of the show, Joe wanted me to explain to you guys that he didn't make me... <laughs> He didn't make me sell his merchandise. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You guys listen. So the, the club was short-staffed. So I don't really know how this works. You want to say it? I don't know. Well, how did it happen? So Joe felt bad. So he wanted me to tell everybody that. So oh, I felt bad. And I don't want everyone to think that I'm just some asshole who's making Gasper do my dirty work for so, me. So the club was like, oh, my God. The person who was supposed to come isn't here yet. Can you just stand by the merchandise? So that's how it started. It really so, is how it started. So they were like, can you, yeah, no, that's, so I was like, yeah, sure. I'm not going to like leave his merchandise and get everything stolen. So then of course people naturally are walking over and they just have money out. So then I was like, oh, oh, okay. And then they're like, weren't you just on stage? Like, why are you selling this? And I was like, Joe's an asshole. He don't let me. Oh God. No, I was like, oh no, someone's coming back. Just give him a minute. And they never came. <laughs> they, so, they literally said, this, they were so swamped. One of the server came into the back when you were on stage. She was like, had all of her food. She's like, where do I put this? I was like, I don't know. Like in my lap, like calm down. Yeah. They were like, we're just so sure stuff. We're really sorry. So I just sold all of Joe's merch and everyone was like, oh, that's so nice that you, you do that for him. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. I'm just a poor little peasant boy. <laughs> He's paying me in bagels tomorrow. God. We got some good emails. You want to get into them? Yeah, let's do okay, it. This one, I'm just going to pick this one right off the bat. I haven't read it yet. It looks interesting. So let's see if we'll use it. The title is A Satan Worshipping Coworker and the Cursed Brownies. I'm liking it. Okay. Here we go. Hi, guys. I listened to your crazy-ass stories for a while now, and I know the kinds that you guys love. Ooh, starting <laughs> out good. All right, so you know us. I have so many from work. Here's one about my first big girl job right out of college. I worked in a clinic, not as a co-response clinician, but as a kinesthetic kinesologist. This is how she spelled it. Okay. I can do this. I can do hard things. K-I-N-E-S-I-O-L-O-G-I-S-T. Kinesiologist. Okay, so it is. Oh, she goes on to tell us what it is. Oh, all right, go ahead. I basically teach injured patient rehabilitation stretches and exercises after they get injured on the job or in a car crash to make sure that. that they don't get more injured doing the exercises. So much fun. Well, it does sound like a very important job. She uses evidence-based research to treat and prevent injury and diseases. Okay. I love that. Good job, girl. <laughs> she goes, but so many liars pretending to be injured would come in on workman's comp. Anyway, my first day was also a new registered massage therapist's first day. I introduced myself and we started small talk for a bit. And before she said, oh, I'm Wiccan, I was taken aback because I basically know nothing about that other than the fact that I think that there's Satan worshipers. I think. So I accidentally blurted out, oh, you worship Satan? Cool. I'm a Christian. And without skipping a beat, she says, nice. I'll bake you some brownies. What kind of response is that? 
All my friends were convinced that she's going to bake me some cursed brownies. Fast forward to the next day. She did bring in brownies to work. Not a tray for everyone to share in the lunchroom, but like one big piece size, the size of an iPhone wrapped in saran wrap with very specifically made just for me. With the most perky voice, she comes up to me the next day and says, here, this is for you. I gave the brownies to my brother who I was visiting that day <laughs> and he's up. still doing fine as far as I know. <laughs> Your podcast about Joe shitting his pants made me laugh so hard at a red light that the guy next to me gave me a thumbs up. Who the F shits their pants? What in the world? Okay, bye. I love you guys. Sign Melissa Dang. Yes, you can use my name if you wish. Melissa, hey, Melissa. that was a good one. Thanks for writing in. Well, Melissa, I'm glad you actually finished real quick with that whole thing about nobody does it because I forgot to tell you, Joe, I got a lot of messages too of people going, yeah. who the fuck shits their pants? And I'm like, apparently, according to Joe, everybody. Now, I'll tell you this. I First of all, Gasper and I have put together that you guys are not running you're not writing me in my dms anymore you're just going to gas okay i get it i invite this asshole on my podcast and now he's the voice of i'm it. the merchandise sure. guy sure yeah you're selling merch tonight too asshole <laughs> so listen that's fine but i did get messages about this too and people were telling me yes everybody shits their pants so you know what i think they just went with the one who relates more to fit the narrative that they wanted to say i i'm convinced that because they probably would have felt pants. weird being like no joe you're wrong nobody shits their pants and then it's like invalidating your feelings people shit their pants gas i mean i can go ask all you know who shits their pants my daughter <laughs> okay you've never sharded no you've never yeah, when i was a kid <laughs> Not as an adult, I know if I have to go. Sharding's real. Shart, sure. Sharts are a thing. Okay. Okay, thank you. All right, so let's get, so this woman heard you were Catholic or Christian and was like, I got a special batch of brownies just She never you. said anything happened. Do you know anything about Wiccan or witchcraft or any of that? You know what? I do know someone who knows about her who's oh, dying really? to be on the podcast. Oh. Should we bring them onto it? Maybe one day. Not Maybe to, for the Halloween episode. Not to, no. What's <laughs> I know. Oh. I know. I know. But I, I, I want to tiptoe around it because I'm kind of freaked out. I, well, Not in a bad way. I just don't want to say anything like offensive and yeah. then have someone try to bake me brownies. I think that it's just, uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to say it without it. Listen, the, uh, the thing that everyone says about it, obviously, is what her emails, you know, it's like people say oh it's but i don't think it's devil worship i don't think it it's is actually either the op i think it's actually like a pagan i was just gonna say is it some holiday, pagan thing but i think like the association is witchcraft and all that stuff but right. it's not yeah i, I don't think, know yeah i don't know i will say this i respectfully don't think i want to talk about it because yeah. i know so much not about it that i'm gonna yeah. probably say something horribly incorrect so here's what we could say also just this for is those the same reason i know. don't talk about scientology on the podcast but so this is according to the internet Wicca is a modern pagan religion. Is it Wicca or Wiccan? Well, this says Wicca. Okay. Is the religion. And then I think you're a Wiccan. Okay. So I like, get it. Like, like Catholic. You're Christian. Or... You're Christians. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Right? No. No. no, no. <laughs> All right. It's followers who are called Wiccans typically identify as witches. Okay. This is from the Encyclopedia Britannica. Britannica. Super. Typically identify as witches and draw inspiration largely from the pre-Christian religions of Europe. Having publicly emerged in England during the 1950s, Wicca is now found primarily in Western countries 
and the number of Wiccans is probably in the low hundreds of thousands. Followers often use the pentagram or a five-pointed star as the main symbol of their religion. I mean, I didn't really get much from that, but... Joe, you know what I always think is weird? What? You know how they say the Western Hemisphere or yeah. the Western? So, you know what's crazy? Did you ever think and just hear this through? He's, I can already tell. This is one of those ideas that he has that where he wasn't high, but I'm like, that's a high person's thought. So, the reason they call it the Western world, right? Or like we say the Far East is Asia, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or the Western world is America, Canada, you know, all that is because when we look at a map, they put the map and we are in the center of this map that they created. The world is round, but when you look at a world map, I have a world map. Shocked. Here you go. He just literally opened a drawer and whipped out the world, you guys. Like, <laughs> like, like nothing. I got a world map for you. Here so, it is. So here's this world map. When we look at a world map, they always have, it's like we look, there's America. This is the world map. They always show us. America is on the left, right? And then you have Australia on the right, on the bottom. You know what I'm saying? They always show that map. You get, you know what I'm saying? You've seen a map, right? Yes, yes. So when you look at a map, they always show that. So that created this idea like the Far East. Because when you're looking at that map from the center that they've created, Far East is all the way to the right. But now let's say you flip the map and they made Asia the middle of the map, right? That we always traditionally look at. The Far East would actually be then America. Us, right. Or you, you get what I'm saying? Like- you are the, a stoner. <laughs> the world is round. So wherever the center is, wherever. Uh, is it? You don't technically know, but okay. The center is wherever your perception is looking and they created these maps. So they always say, oh, the Western world, the Eastern world, the Far East, you know, but that could be anywhere. So where are you going with this? I just always thought like, it's crazy to think like when you, you ever read like documents from like the 1800 <laughs> Yeah, all the time. I'm literally, you guys, I just reach into a drawer and I pull out this scroll and start reading these I'm hieroglyphics. Knee, I'm knee deep in 1600s <laughs> documentation. So like, if you read a document from the 1600s, it's like, oh, the people from the East, the Far East. But it's, but I guess it's just because now I'm walking myself through this. I guess it's just because the people who made the original maps were in Europe. So Europe became the center of what we looked at. So the Far East was... Well, you ever seen... No, here. So here's Pocahontas? some shit you don't know about. No, fuck Disney. But... Don't tell Patty. Musicals. Have you ever seen The King and I? That's the bald guy? Yeah. Who marries his one, daughter? Two, three, and one, two, three. Not I the daughter. Know. Not the daughter. Not the daughter. He, he marries the teacher. I never saw it. Anyway, they're all from Burma, which isn't anything anymore that's right? where the pythons are from right but this is where like it all takes place right so it's all these like burmese kids and or siam it was takes place in siam which i think is now burma anyway so it's all these like siamese kids and they're they sing this song and they're saying western people are funny western people are funny but because they're in asia they're talking about english people from europe and they were west of them so but that's what i'm trying to say so technically if you're in china right america is to your west but it's also to your east because yeah. the world's round yeah so like I, yeah, someone say, established this middle point and then said okay this is the eastern hemisphere this is the western hemisphere uh -huh. that's what i'm trying to say but uh -huh. why we look at maps only as a flat surface but in reality a map is round 
Yeah. I have a globe inside. That's cool. Keep it there. I'm not high enough for this. So <laughs> we have another email and this one's the title is this. I can't believe she gave the cookies to her brother. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> like imagine I went to my brother and I'm I like, also can't believe she gave the cookies to her brother. Like Joe, I'm going to be honest with you. Something's weird about this. Good luck. Uh, they eat the cookies and all of a sudden they're like, honestly, I can't see. Like <laughs> It's just like, whoops. Why her brother? She must really not like her brother. Yeah. Also, I would never eat cookies at someone unless I really knew them gave me. Because now that you enlightened me and told me about the how you could eat the weed or whatever, I'd always be nervous. Edibles. Edibles. I forgot the quote. You would taste it. You would know. Like, it's, you oh. can taste it. Okay. I thought it was like Unless it's undetected. like a super sweet. No, you can kind of, you get a little... A little, a little nibble. There's a little earthy notes in there. There was a rumor that someone bought edible brownies to my wedding. And? I didn't have them. But someone, like a guest bought them for people that were there. And it was just a rumor? I don't know if it was true Who's or not. the person? I, I can't give up all my sources. My mom knows the story, though. Oh, I can't wait for this. One of her friends. <laughs> I'm going to go talk to her about this after. She's yeah, upstairs that's... right now. I love this email. It starts off like this. Adults shit their pants, too, Gasper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe and Gasper, I love the podcast. I'm get <laughs> Hey, Joe and Gasper, I love the podcast, and I listen weekly to bright up, brighten up my drives. Going back to the episode where Gasper was shocked that adults shit their pants, I have a two-for-one for you. One, the best advice... My stepdad ever gave me is to never trust a fart. He told my family a story one time of having to sit on his shoe in in the middle of a store to present himself (laughs) from shitting his pants. The medicine he takes for diabetes causes sudden bursts of the rhea. Oh well, but that's different. Yeah, and I'm not on the diabetes medicine, so. Anything that has to do with medication is different. Like, I understand So this one, too. Two, after I got my gallbladder removed, I ate some greasy food, trusted a fart, and ended up shitting my pants. I threw out my underwear in public, by the way. Thank you for making me laugh each week. Much love. P.S. Joe, has Gasper met Trish? I think Trish needs to take over the podcast one week for Gasper. Just saying. Who's Trish? Ooh, I'm not even going to tell you. Oh, I know that's your... Uh, My alter ego from the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to do another one? Well, I just want to say that just because that person, that is very nice of you to try to help defend Joe, but no. Here we go. <laughs> just no. Here are your options, okay? Whores everywhere. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Whores everywhere. Hi, guys. Love the podcast. I literally laugh out loud to myself. I listen every time you put out a new episode. This came across my time hop today and somehow is something that happened five years ago. I needed to save it because I knew it would be so funny to Joe to read in one of his funny writing videos. Watch out for the whores everywhere. Come check this out. It's a picture. It's a Valentine's Day picture that this person wrote. Me, my mom, and whores. And... It she it's, I think she meant to write there are hearts everywhere because there's hearts everywhere in the picture and the little kid just wrote there are whores everywhere and they are correct. Do you want thanks a lot three year old Peloton or the joy of the TV chart? Well, wait, let's just talk about the whores everywhere for a second. Sure, let's talk about whores um, for a minute. Love whores. We're very sex positive on this podcast. Yeah, it's whatever you want to do. It's your body. Your, your, bo- choice. your body, your choice. So where Joe's staying in Staten Island. Wow, where is this going? 
All right, let's just read the next email. Okay, here we go. Which one did you want? Thanks a lot, three-year-olds. Peloton. Peloton since Peloton sponsors this episode. Thank you, Peloton, for sponsoring the podcast. Hey, short and sweet. Very nice. She goes, Mr. D, short and sweet. You just like you will appreciate, well, some things. (gasps) What a dirty little woman. Wait, I don't understand. What do you mean? She goes, short and sweet, like you appreciate, well, some things. I don't get it. I'm pretty sure she's saying, yeah, like I like things that are short and sweet except for penis. Oh, Oh, because you're born in this generation, not in the 1400s. Right. (laughs) She goes, if you were instructor of a Peloton course, I'd like to attend like an alcoholic trying to get off probation attends an AA meeting. I'd ride that bike like each mile equals 10 cents in my pocket. I think what she's trying to say is she would attend religiously. Like her life oh. counted on it. Oh, like her life counted. Well, that was like, very kind. I could make a lot of money. I I would go like an AA. She really wants to see you teach a Peloton class. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, ma'am. Next. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. I would also be a Peloton instructor. Would you attend my class like religiously? I would love to see you be a Peloton instructor, just fucking sweating your ass off, can't breathe. It's <laughs> like trying so and then hard. Yesterday, I climbed a stool on stage, and I was like, I'm out of shape. I got off the stool. I was like, I'm pretty out of shape. And the crowd's laughing. I'm like, it's not funny. Not funny. I'm out of breath. Speaking of Peloton. Cardiovascular health. Cardiovascular health, Peloton. I have a treadmill in my garage, Joe, if you want to work out. It's never been used. <laughs> Why do you have it? Oh, well, that's a great question. So over Were you going to put it under your desk so you could walk while you're teaching or whatever? No, no, no. I don't do anything like that. Over the summer, Melissa's like, I really want to start getting into shape. I really want a, a Peloton. I go, no, you're not mature enough for a Peloton. I said, we'll get you a plant. And if you could prove to me that you could take care of the plant, we'll get a Peloton. So she was like, I really want a Peloton. I said, you're not going to use it. She was like, I really want it. She went and bought sneakers and all this stuff. And she's like, I'm going to do it. I said, listen, let's pay. Let's get a treadmill for a hundred bucks. See if you use the treadmill first. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to go spend. She wanted to buy the treadmill Peloton. I said, well, I, I don't trust you that you're going to do it. So I said, get a regular tre- treadmill. If I see you do it, we'll get rid of it and we'll get a Peloton. She used it once and then never used it again. I, okay. And she's like, well, it's not the Peloton. But every night she's like, I'm too tired. So I'm like, you think you're going to be less tired for a Peloton? Also, this is a side note. If you're still listening... I have a good idea for next week's episode. If you guys are listening right now, email Joe and I questions, just any questions about or for us. Like, hey, what's your favorite color? Or what's your, you know, who's your favorite superhero? Like literally anything that you want to know about us, ask us a question. But don't ask us. Every time I do this, people ask, when are you coming to? We will come to your city. Yeah, but no, just ask like real questions. Like if you listen to the podcast, you know that we're very real and open and honest. So like ask like real questions to us, not just like, how you doing? Have you ever had bed bugs in Staten Island? Like something like that. (laughs) Yeah, like those are reasonable and true questions. Okay, I have to tell you this though. I'm team Melissa on this one. Because as what? A treadmill. Yeah, a treadmill. You're literally just walking on it aimlessly with endless distractions and your own thoughts. Peloton legit. It keeps you mo- like they're talking directly into your soul, like and Ooh, Kobe Rigby or whatever. Cody Rigsby, he's one. He's all right, but there's so many other people that you can choose from and really get into. But they, it's like it's like you're watching a TV show while you're doing that. It's it's the best. So here's the thing, though. Like, all right. So at one point, Melissa signed up for the gym. She was all gung ho. She went and bought new sneakers. She was going, going, going for like two weeks. 
And then it just ended because she was like, I'm tired. You know, that's her MO when it comes. She once she was like, I'm going to start walking. And I encourage her. I want her to do it for her health. I don't care. If she, you know, I don't care if she wants to work out for her. Look. It don't matter to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. however she is, she is. I, for her health, if she wants to do it, I'm for it. So she went walking, got shoes for that. She's bought new sneakers because she always says, oh, it's the sneakers that'll make me do it. No, it's not. You don't know that. It's not. It's not. I mean, and then she's like, well, I'll get the Peloton. You'll use it too. It's yeah. great. You would never use it? No, I don't really like to work out because I don't have a reason. I just don't like working out. Yes, I have sir. the pull-up bar. Didn't you? Yeah, you have the pull-up bar that's sitting behind me at the bottom of a How closet. How many pull-ups can you do? More than you. You think you could do more than me? I know for a fact. Okay. When how, this many, is, how many pull-ups can you do? When this is over, we're actually going to do how many pull-ups can a you do? video and we're going to have a pull-up contest. How many can, pull-ups can you do? I'm not going to tell you He's now. He's too fucking confident. Now I'm freaking out. Well, I haven't done them in a few years. But so how many do you think you can do? I'm this is say, so like two little boys being like, I'm going to do more than you. My dad I'm can be say, up here, dad. With no, nothing on, like nothing in my pockets or anything, like weighing me down. Yeah. Like no sweatshirt. Like how many? 15. Okay. Yeah. I can definitely probably do more than you. 20. <laughs> we'll report back next episode. 25, hey, 30. You guys, we actually will report back next episode. Thanks for listening to Social Studies Podcast. Oh, I'm on tour. You oh. can catch, get tickets at MrDTimes3.com. Gas, where can they find you? You can find me at gasparandazzo.com. Also, guys, just a real quick thing. Jimmy Cash, as some of you might know from the podcast, I sent him a picture of Joe in my studio, and he just wrote back, are you in Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse? <laughs> yes, literally. <laughs> that is the perfect sense <laughs> made. Oh, I forgot one of the busts. He has, I don't know, William Tell, but it's also a pencil holder. George Washington. George Washington without a mustache or beard or anything. George, I don't uh, know. Yeah. Wooden teeth. Anyway, I love you guys so much and we'll see you. Oh, hey, do me a favor. Listen, I forgot to tell you. No YouTube episodes this week. It's an audio-only episode, so love you for listening in. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We love reading your kindness there, and we'll see you next week. Love you guys. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.